right, all right. Um, I want to start this episode by asking you a question. Are right, the Utah Jazz? <laughs> Yo, <laughs> I was about to ask the same Someone question. has to ask the question. Oh somebody, my somebody God, does. Somebody, somebody does. Somebody has to ask the question. Somebody has to ask the question. And I'll be the one responsible to do it. Are the Utah Jazz <laughs> legitimate playoff contenders? Let's talk. About remember, it. remember last year when we had a, a podcast talking about the Washington Wizards because they were like eight and one in the first like nine games uh, of the season. I don't like the direction this is headed, but yes. yes, yes. <laughs> okay, pauses for the Utah Jazz. I feel like they have a nice group of vets and young talent. They play the game the right way, and everybody kind of knows their strengths. So it's no. Nobody is like trying to do too much on the basketball court. They pass the ball. They move the ball around. Like watching the, the games that they have played, nobody really takes a, a bad shot. Like you have a bunch of guys that are all comfortable in the role, all comfortable just playing the game of basketball the right way. So I think that's what benefited them so far early on this season. Also, it's like it's no expectations. When you have no expectations, you can just let it fly. It's just like you go out there, you just play hard and try to win. Like it's no nobody saying like, oh. They're going to the playoffs. Most people think they're going to take. Like, there's no expectations for the Utah Jazz. So the fact that they're this great so far, it's just kind of like, wow, okay, cool. Clap it up, clap it up. You know, they play very hard. But at the end of the day, it is early. Oh, party pooper. <laughs> it, 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 it is, it is party early. Party damn pooper. I will say this, though. I like watching this Jazz team more so than uh, the one with <laughs> Rudy I mean, Gobert. I was getting ready to say so. And Donovan Mitchell. <laughs> I was getting so, ready to say so, but some people may be uh, upset from uh, Utah if I said it. But yeah, I, I think, uh, um, you know, they're in a very unique situation to your point too. The Utah Jazz are playing fr freely, right? Yeah. There's no pressure. They could uh, tank. Nobody would say anything. They, you know, it's, it's understood. I'll tell you what though, if I'm the damn GM, I'm pissed. I'm not about to share a lot of you. <laughs> <laughs> if I constructed this damn team and I'm seeing wins after wins after wins, what the hell are y'all doing? Yes, yeah. yeah. And, 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 hey, guys, <laughs> appreciate it, mm -hmm. but let, let's go. Like, let's no, everybody it's, calm it's down. It's early. It is early, but I, still, it, yeah. it, it's it. No, it, it might be early, but guys, let's look at the bigger picture. And again, of course, mm -hmm. the players shouldn't give a damn. The players mm -hmm. should not give two shits about whether or not the Jazz as an organization are trying to tank. But if I'm the one, if I'm the top guy in charge that built this damn team, never thought, never thought you'd have to consider trading away pieces because you're too good. But yeah, that's, that's crazy. That's where they might be. That's it's, where they that, might be. I, that's crazy because you know, and it's coming too. Like they keep on winning. Oh, yeah, winning, oh, oh, winning, oh it's, uh, it's, it's, it's gonna it's, happen. Oh, Jordan they're not Carson, gonna say it. They, oh, yeah, yeah, Jordan, Jordan uh, Carson averaging 17 points per game. Laurie Markin averaging 21 points per game. Those are two players that could play on. You know, really great teams. <laughs> like, like Lori, Lori could be a missing piece for a lot of teams that needs a, a power forward that can space the floor. He's a he's 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 solid. He he, he was a high draft pick for a reason. I mean, he kind of refound himself last year with the Cleveland Cavaliers and stuff like that because you know he had a lot of injury injury history before last year. So it's it's good to see him playing well. Colin Sexton's probably the only guy that's going to stay for you know the duration of like the next few years. I feel like Jordan Clarkson would be gone. I feel like Lori probably be gone. I feel like Michael Con what Conley's going to be gone as well. Like you said, it's early, but if they keep winning, if we if 10 more games and we look up and they're still hovering around the top of the West, yeah, it's time to get the Listen, <laughs> listen, to get the listen, calls. listen. Listen. <laughs> time to get those calls ready. Trade calls Any, ready. 
anytime you start a season eight and three, second in the Western Conference, you have every right to believe that you are a legitimate playoff contender. Now, I know there's a lot of people that think that the Jazz, again, have won too many games, whatever that means, and they feel like they should be tanking. But at the end of the day, hey, I can't sit here and knock what's going on in Utah. They win it's an 82 game season. It, it's 82. You're right, but you know what? Yeah. At the end of the day, a winning record is a winning record. So do yeah, I think true. they should be considered playoff contenders? I'm going to say yes. I'm going to say it's yes. It's fake. It's fake. Just like but some at, of the teams. But that, at least they're doing it, though. They, it, like, yeah, at that's this true. point. Now, whether or not we question whether or not they can like maintain this, that's one thing. But, hey, mm-hmm. I, we, we, yeah. we can't sit here and deny what they are doing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, like you said, there's no expectations. They're playing very freely. And then once again, they know they know themselves. They know, like, everybody on that team knows themselves. Knows, like, yo, I'm not really, I'm, you know, other than probably Colin Sexton, maybe had the potential to be an all-star someday. But everybody knows, like, yo, I'm a starter in this league. You know, I'm one of the best players in this league when we talk about the overall landscape of, what, 300 and 400 players. I don't know how many players, but you, you know what I'm talking about. So it's just kind of yeah, like... Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So it's just kind of like they know their roles and they know their strengths and they know their weaknesses. So it's just kind of like everybody can play off of that and play really well. It's kind of like one of those teams when you watch March Madness and you have a a team that's a high seed where they're the number one seed, number two seed in the conference. And then they go up against a team where a lot of people may not know about. They're like a 14 seed or 13 or 12 seed. And the 12 seed ends up winning because they've played four years together, they have a bunch of guys that know themselves, have a bunch of guys that there's no stars, there's no egos on the team and they're able to beat some of these top teams because it's like, yo, everybody knows themselves, he knows their strengths, he knows their weakness. That's kind of what the Utah Jazz are right now. Even though they only been together like, you know, a couple of games but they, they mesh really well because there's a bunch of guys who are around the same caliber, who all know their strengths, who all knows like what role they're playing and there's no egos, there's no star. You can't point to one player that should feel like, yo, I should have the ball to score 20 points per game. I should have the ball at the game and when the game's on the line. I should have the ball so to set up others. There's no player on that roster that has any type of ego, and that's helping them so far early and on. And I hope season. it I, I hope it stays that way though. Cause you know, naturally over the course of this, you know, season, because they have a lot of young guys, it's not too many vets. Um, yeah. And naturally, you know, if, if they keep winning games, it, it all sounds good. But yeah. it also, too, they don't have, like, too many players on there that have won, like, multiple championships. You yeah. know, so it's like, okay, if they do lack locker room presence, um, how can that be addressed? But either way, for now, they are winning basketball games. They've, in some um, situations, they probably could even been thought of to be or predicted to have the worst record in the league. But now we are talking about mm-hmm. a team that is second- in a conference. It's early. It's early. Reality is going to set in soon. <laughs> if, it, if it don't set in for the Jazz, of them, you know, start messing up and the talent is starting saying, okay, well, we're not really, you know, it, it, was, a, it was a nice, like, like rush. I mean, but, I, I mean, they beat, the, they just, they fresh off beating Clippers, bro. I know. Yeah, but it's just like, it's a lot of, t- it's a lot of teams that figure, figure, th- figure things out. in LA, man. Yeah, yeah, figure some things out, but I, I really, we got to pump the brakes. I think so. If that, all right. So if that's the case, if you're going to say that we we shouldn't hear, we shouldn't mm-hmm. jump ahead and say this team could make the playoffs. I yeah. think on the flip side, that's like saying we shouldn't panic with teams that are doing the exact opposite. And I yeah, don't agree. It's, a, it's, it's <laughs> well, it's a. I think it's a mixture of both. I think it's a mixture of both. Another, we had conversations like Ben Simmons. Like, 
Ben Simmons has hasn't naturally been playing the way most people would thought he would play entering the season. But we also got to remember, like, yo, he's fresh off of not playing for a whole year. He's fresh off of back surgery. So it's things like that when we look at, like, okay, the Nets should probably be better, but it's a lot of things that are going on with the Nets internally with their team, with guys. You know, Ben Simmons has been out. He's missed a couple of games. We know what's going on with the Kyrie Irving situation. So it's just kind of like, that's what I'm saying. It, internally, it's certain things that are going on. Even if you look at the Los Angeles Lakers, I feel like. I'm not going to sit up and say, I know they're, they're scared. They're really bad right now, but I'm not going to sit up and say, well, I'd be shocked if the next 20 games, they have a better record than the Utah Jazz. I probably wouldn't be shocked by it. I don't think you'd probably be shocked by it either because if you look at their whole, the landscape of their team and the situation, you're probably like, well, naturally it would make sense. Now we know. But I, I mean, that, that to me at this point over these last, what, season and a half is a complete mess. I know, I know it's hard. Yeah, I know when it's I look hard. At it's hard. The overall yeah. landscape and who's on their team and their roster and what they should yeah. be doing, all that stuff to me doesn't mean anything anymore. As of what we've seen as of late, there's no reason to think, especially too when teams haven't given me the re- given me the reason to yeah. feel otherwise. It's not like an emotional saying like, oh yeah, I think they could, they haven't done anything to make me feel otherwise. But the Jazz, as, as much as I want to be confused by it, I still got to acknowledge it's, they're handling business. It's, it's, it's been, it's, it's, it's early, it is. 10 games, but three, not even three it weeks has, it's been 11. There's 11? Okay, yeah. Hey, 11, 11 is enough for me to question. Had 20, they started 20, out 3-0? 20, 20, right. 20, 20 games, 20 games in, that's when you can start seeing the, the realness of like who teams are, I believe. Oh, how, how quickly the tables turned because we had a whole episode about how had the Lakers turned it around and they were 1-5. Yeah. Because of, so, because of Russell so Westbrook. If the question can be asked after a team winning just one game of the season... Then I don't yeah. think it's crazy to consider whether or not a, a team could make the playoff after they've won eight out of their first eleven games out the gate. Yeah, I mean, I think I, it's I, I, I don't think it's not it's not crazy, but I also know that like last year, it's teams that very start off in the same like the Washington Wizards. They start off extremely hot, and then they ended up losing like forty games on the next. Like, and so it's just like that's what I'm saying. I think that was nasty, by the way, DC. Love yeah, guys, with, 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 with the with the disgusting. Wizards, that's what I'm saying. So I. I I can't really get too caught up in the hype because once again, I really believe that the even if they even if they are what you think they are this right now based on how they're playing, calls are gonna get made. <laughs> so they're not gonna they're not gonna stay that way. So even if the Jazz are like okay, the Jazz can actually be a playoff team. Calls are gonna get made because like they have a lot of guys that can help a lot of teams that are that should be competing for a championship, like the, the Milwaukee Bucks right now. They should be calling it the receipt, yo, how can we get Jordan Clarkson on our team? Because our bench needs a spark. So it's, it's players that the Utah Jazz have that a lot of teams before the trade line deadline comes, teams will be calling for. So I don't feel like they're going to go out and try to make the playoffs to try to be a six seed. I think that's a failure to the Utah Jazz's organization. Trying to get to the playoffs is a failure. And I think they're going to oh, stop that of, any, of, any means necessary. Of course, but like this isn't like... <laughs> it's not, you know, Monopoly or like, you know, fantasy football when you make a, a trade or something and it's clear as, yeah. as, as day that it's in heavy favor of one organization. You know, Commissioner Silver could easily step in and uh, veto a trade, just ask Lakers fans. But, you know, awesome. it's, that was unusual you know, circumstance. 
Well, I mean, it 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 happens though. It's clear as it, day that that happened it, one time because uh, the the team was owned by the league because they have an owner. So I mean, that was a I, very unique circumstance. I, I have a question for you. Yeah, we can have this. Uh, what would you say has been the greatest trade of all time? To me, I think it's Paul Gasol to the Lakers. Very slept on trade. And I want to thank, to this day, the Memphis Grizzlies for doing such an honor. But I think that, in all seriousness, that may have been the greatest trade known to man in NBA history. Hands down, too. Not free agent signing. Not, you know, who, you know, the best draft, whatever. Biggest trade, Paul Gasol. Very random, but I wanted to hear, hear, hear your thoughts. Do, do you have any trades that kind of come to your mind? Man, that's like, like, wow. I mean, that's not really a elite bad one either. Elite uh, finesse. Oh, yeah, true, true, in Memphis. true, true finesse. That was a, that was a makeup. The league made was that it? up for y'all. Oh. <laughs> for the Lakers. <laughs> no, 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 Don't, don't yeah. give the league yeah. that oh, credit. There you go. There I want to thank, I want to thank the Memphis Grizzlies organization. Yeah, all right. You all and you all alone. My goodness. Yeah. What the hell is it that front office we made that decision? As a unit. Because you know trades ain't just one. Mm-hmm. You know, obviously, you know, that's interesting. Stuff, is, um, that's interesting. I can't think of the top again, of the Again, again, not even a, a, a signing. You can, know, say, I, I, you can say Kevin Garnett going to, you can say Kevin Garnett going to Boston, maybe. Because mm. they did beat the Lakers in their first, you know, when they went up against them. So you can say KG going to Boston was was very tough. That's like the only team that I, I can re- I think of that that formed a big three and won a championship in their first season. Very frustrating, but yes. So yeah, that's a, that's a that's a tough one. Um, I'm sure we if we go back, we probably got to do some research. But I'm sure it's a it's a couple more that we probably are missing that I can't think. Oh shit! Oh, here we go. What? Kawhi Leonard going to the Toronto Raptors. That was nah. that, that, that. That's bigger than nah, I think. That's bigger. Nah. Than, I think that's bigger than the um the Paul Gasol trade because the reason why I think it's bigger than the Paul Gasol trade because Kawhi went to the Toronto Raptors and they won a championship, which is the first championship in franchise history. As great as the Lakers are, the Lakers have been you know champions a plethora of times. So to get traded, and you didn't really want to beat her. And you have success, you go out and win a, a championship and gets the Golden State Warriors, which is probably the, the best dynasty of like this, you know, our modern day generation, the modern day game and stuff like that. That's that's very tough. I think that's that that yeah, probably gets but a, the only reason why I would edge say over Paul Gasol for me. I, I I can't say the Paul I can't say that one because the Lakers ended up winning two chips. Mm-hmm. Um and True. also because of well, Kawhi who was left, Right, right. But I'm saying, though, well, even still, even, even still, longevity, I think, plays a piece to it as well. Um, especially, too, when certain, you know, uh, trades happen and guys only stay for like a year. So the fact yeah. that Paul did stay, that, you know, that holds some weight. I but also, with too, you. Who, who it was that um, the Spurs received, right? Like, DeMar, them getting DeMar, it's still, I'm not going to say it was an equal or 1,000% or fair trade, but at least you got back DeMar DeRozan. Tell That's me true. who the hell was in that Paul Gasol trade. Marc Gasol. Well, yeah, if, they got, okay, well, eventually. They got Marc Gasol. Yeah, eventually. But at, at the time, though, when, feel me, the, only, the chips the were only, being won, the only thing I would say is, both of the trades that I said, the KG, the KG 
trade to Boston and the Kawhi Leonard trade to the Toronto Raptors. Both those teams won a championship in their first year. So I think that automatically probably puts me, my two above yours. Did Lakers win? No. It won, what, the second, third? Because they played Boston yeah. first. They played Boston I know, I know, first, I know, right? I know that's what I'm saying. Like, was it, yeah, they played, they played uh, Boston first, and, and then, they played, then they played the Orlando Magic, then they played in Boston again. Uh, thank so, you to Orlando, too. Man, yeah. I forgot what game it was, but I'm pretty sure Orlando blew like a, um, a five-point lead like at home. So that's, that's interesting. But like uh, 32 seconds left in the finals. My yeah, goodness, yeah, thank you. Very nasty. Um, <laughs> for, our, for our cap or no cap, I don't even consider this a cap or no cap, really, but I just want to ask a question. Because um, I have a lot of players. I, I don't know why this came to my mind because I was thinking about John Moran. I was thinking about Zion Williamson and how great they've been playing this early on in the season. So I wanted to know, like, who do you feel is more athletic, John wow. Moran or Zion Williamson? That's tough. Shout out to South Carolina. Um, I'm going I'm to say Ja. But ja, I'm not, not going to lie, though, bro. Ja kind of scares me. Um, just in terms of, like, Cause he's still a, a short-term player, you know what I'm mm -hmm. saying, and he's fearless. You feel me? That that's yeah. one thing um, I love about Josh. Like he going, he going, whoever, you know, the big is on the other team, he gonna go at you. Mm -hmm. But like when you see him uh, jump as high as he does, he definitely has control in the air. But you can kind of like I won't say tell, but just like, whew, all it takes yeah. is one bad landing. All it takes yeah, is yeah, one yeah, bag. Yeah. You know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? Getting uh, jumping off the wrong foot or whatever. Yeah, exactly. You know? He can search um, Yeah, I definitely agree. I, I would, to answer your question, I, I would say Ja. Um, but I will say too, I, I do like the fact that Ja has um, has the three in his bag as well. Obviously, you know, Zion is a bit, is a base, mm -hmm. little, it's a little bit different. But I mean, yeah, I say, it, this is a I tough say, one. There's no wrong answer. This is yeah, one I of those ones where I say, no wrong I think, answer. I think Ja Morant is more athletic. He looks speed, athleticism, agility. And just overall kind of like um, fitness. We know Zion has a strength part, hands down, over Ja. But I think Ja is more athletic than Zion. Another, Anthony Edwards. Ja or Anthony Edwards for athleticism. I, I, would, say, I would say Ja. That one, I would even... Um, mm -hmm. I don't think that, that one is a toss-up, in my opinion. Okay. All right. I mean, that's, that's not a knock to Anthony Edwards. That's not Edwards. a knock. I, just, I, I think ja, it's Ja like, We're talking well. about Ja. Ja is probably like top five, top ten athletic guys in the league. Yeah. Zach Levine. Um, oh. That's a tough one. That's tough. That, that's that's tough. A, that, that's tough. That's the that's the only it, one that I. It's, that's the, ooh, that's that's a little heavy. So all right, so you know what? I'm I'm still say Ja. I'm still say mm -hmm. Ja. Um, and again, this one definitely is not easy. Yeah. And it sucks because you give Ja the benefit of the doubt because he's shorter. That's just it is what it is. If you're short, if uh, you're shorter and you could do the same things are even better as well, guys that are taller. <laughs> it's kind of like you have to be more athletic. But this is the last one. Giannis Anacupo. Giannis. And I, and, I was, and I didn't know if you were going to ask more, but Giannis is the yeah. one I would say. Giannis nah. is the only one that I probably would <laughs> yeah, probably yeah, take over. Yeah. Ja, I, yeah. know, I think it's a toss-up between Zach Levine and Ja Morant. That, I just that's a ask tough one. That. Yeah, I just want to ask that because I was just thinking about how great Ja's been playing and Zion's been playing. And we always talk about these guys' ability to attack the rim and dominate the first level in the basketball in the basketball zone. So it's just like, I had to ask, like, for its athleticism, who would you rather have between Ja or Zion? So. Okay, so, so of these four, who would you say is the most athletic player in the league? Ja, Giannis, Zach Levine, or Zion Williamson? <sighs> ja, Giannis, Zach Levine, or Zion Williamson? We also had Anthony Edwards on there, too. Um, yeah, but I, mean, I would just leave that. You're taking them out. All right, that's fine. 
I would say Giannis is probably the most athletic person in the league. I think if you look at, because the same things we talk about Ja for is like what makes up his, you know, his the speed, the agility, you can, you know, and not having the strength compared to some of these guys, but the speed and agility plus the strength that Giannis has makes up his athleticism as well. And you include the strength. So I'm going to have right. to give the edge to, to, to Giannis. Yeah. And that's, yeah, I completely agree. Especially when you add on the strength uh, piece to it. Um, the strength as well as the overall um, ability to jump and run. It's, it's in that part, and by that part, he wins in a, in a landslide. And that's what mm-hmm. makes it so like, um, leaping ability wise, if you want to run with Jao over Giannis, okay. Um, but at the same time, strength wise, it's not even much of a, how would you rank them? Okay. I will rank, I'll mm-hmm. rank Giannis, Ja, Zach Levine, Zion. That's how we'll go. Oh. Zach or Zion is tough. Yeah. Damn, I'm about to say Zach Levine the fourth. That's kind of wicked. <laughs> um, <laughs> I, I, I would say uh, top four athletic guys in the league, I would go Giannis, Ja, Zion, then Zach Levine. In that order. I respect it. I ain't mad at it. I say, it it's a toss-up. This is one of those where it's like, I want to say if you, I mean, yeah, maybe if you throw them, those names in reverse, you could look, you make the case is still accurate. But yeah, I don't know. Yeah. It's, you, can make a, you can make a case that John Moran is the most athletic player in the league. If you, right, if you if, really be one. If someone wants to knock on the door and say, yo, it's Zion. <laughs> I would say, hell, that was Zion. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's true. <laughs> um, but all right, y'all. Y'all know what it is. Y'all know we own. Um, We'll see you on the next one. Peace.